Hey everybody, welcome to episode 110 of For the Love of Guns. This is the podcast about the people, the product, and the priorities of the firearms culture. Today I have Kelly, who goes by She Fires on YouTube and Instagram, and she teaches a lot about self-defense, either armed or unarmed. She's an amazing person. I know you're going to love this. But before we talk to Kelly, it's time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. Hey man, I just got a new shipment of Falco holsters in. This one's a shoulder holster that's in Kydex um, for my Brandon 92. It's, I'm really excited to work with this thing. Falco holsters can make a holster for any gun, every budget, without sacrificing quality. And that's why I love Falco holsters. Use the checkout code Banshee to save yourself 10% on your order. Now this episode is also brought to you by Ammo Squared. It's time to stock up on ammo. If you haven't done it, it's time to do it. And even if you have, it's time to stockpile ammo somewhere else where it's insured. That way, if you have a disaster at your house or cabin or wherever else you're storing stuff, that ammo is also somewhere else. It's time to think about ammo differently and Ammo Squared is doing that. Go check out Ammo Squared. I have a link down below. Now the bill's paid, it's time to talk to Kelly. Kelly. Tell me about your love of guns. Absolutely. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure to be here with you. Um, I'm Kelly, uh, also known as She Fires. I have a YouTube channel where I talk about self-defense, mainly with the firearm, but other forms of self-defense, other self-defense tools, including martial arts. I'm working on my black belt um, into Shindo martial arts. And just really wanted to be a positive example, especially being a woman in this space on how to defend yourself and no matter your size, no matter who you are, you you should take your self-defense into your own hands. So I just try to promote that to my channel. See, and that's what I love about you and, and everything you put out, everything is very positive, right? I mean, uh, we were joking around before we started recording uh, right. about being a female in a very male dominated um, industry yes. here. Uh, and then we were just kind of joking around about like trolls and stuff. I'm like, mm -hmm. nobody would really would would look at you and go, huh, she could pull my arm out of it, out of my <laughs> shoulder socket and beat me to death with my own arm. You um, know, if you I had to, if I had to, I'm a very sweet person. Um, yes. No, you know, I've, I'm, I'm approaching my testing period. So we're I'm doing a lot of training. And so I've been getting beat up. I don't know if you can see that, but I'm all bruised here from one of the guys like punching me in my arm. But it's good. It's, it's toughening me up. And right. I love it, you know, being able to walk out confidently um, into the world and have situational awareness and promote that you know, with my children and, and people that I meet. I just want to be a positive example. That's all. And it's so funny. I was, I was talking to somebody the other day about you and they're like, because it's a friend of mine. And he's like, well, who's, who's on the podcast coming up? I'm like, well, you could just watch on Sunday to find out. Yes. He's like, yeah, but I want to know now. Mm -hmm. And I said that and he's like, I don't know her. I'm like, well, you will. I go, but trust me, she's the person that if I'm going down a dark alley, I'm behind her all the way. I got your back. <laughs> because She's well. No, I'm just behind you all the way. I'm just gonna let you just kill everybody. You know. Well, you are really tall, though. They said you're really tall, but I'll do yeah, my part. Well, it's funny because he's he's like, well, you got a picture. I like, so I brought the picture up from Instagram mm -hmm. from Shot Show. Yes. And he's and like, wow. Yeah. 
I know. I, I can't find the picture from Shot Show, but it was the funniest thing. It was the rifle on the on the on the tripod. I think it was the fifty. Oh yes, I'll have to. You were like that. up on your toes. I and, was. I was. That was like the greatest shot because I remember showing that to Ghost, and Ghost goes, "She just broke the internet with that picture." <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna have to bring that out again because I did get a lot of compliments. It well, a lot of comments rather. We'll say compliment, but yeah. Um, you know, being a shorty, I'm barely five feet tall, so. Um, I think that's why I took up self-defense, really, because, you know, some anyone looking at me could see me as a potential victim. And I would like to give them a pleasant surprise. Um, see, I always, yes, I, I want to always de-escalate, always aware. I smile. I try to, like, diffuse. But I don't want to want someone to assume um, that, you know, I can't try to try my darndest to defend myself. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, that's the thing because we think in this industry a lot, you know, we talk about holsters and guns and everyday carry and things like that. You know, somebody like me, who's got two bad knees, a bum shoulder, bad back, I mean, I like falling apart. Um, for me, I would have to rely on the tool being the firearm. Yes. Well, my problem is, is that, um, you know, it's not like I can't throw a punch or stuff like that. That's not what I practice. Sure. What happens, you know, I have to rely on a tool, not malfunction. Right. But we need to prepare for either when you don't have that tool with you or mm -hmm. when it does malfunction. That's what I love about you. And, and even you're saying is, you know, being ready, whether, whether you're armed or not. Right. You're set. You, you have the confidence for that, that you have the skills and ability to defend yourself. Yeah, I really wanted to make sure because I'm a divorced mom to girls. And so it being head of household, I knew that, OK, I can call the police. I can get a dog. I can have an alarm system. All those things I have. But I want to go the extra mile and personally take on my self-protection and self-defense. Um, you know, the, the taglines, every second matters. And how long, I'm not even sure, honestly, how far the police uh, precinct is from where I live. Or they do patrol, but maybe that patrol is on the other side of the, the town or neighborhood. Um, I, I don't want to rely on that solely. See, I had um, uh, Susan Romanoff was on, on the show a few months ago. She's actually coming on again in August. Okay. Uh, Susan Romanoff is great. And so, you know, we were talking offline, both of us yes. grew up as little ones in the same area. Okay. Uh, so Susan was in Jersey. Mm -hmm. She lived in Jersey. In the 90s, she was held hostage in her own house. Oh, my gosh. For five and a half hours. And she called 911 twice. And both times the call went unanswered. And I kind of, I, I was talking to her, I go, you know, when we talk about being your first responder, you have really have to be prepared to be your only responder. Yes. Right? Um, which is why I love when you talk about that, because you really do need to be prepared for anything. You yeah. have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And just like there was a, not too long ago, a news story, even a, about a delivery man you know, um, coming and dropping off a package and he was a bad guy, like 
I'm so conscious of things. You know, I have cameras at my door, but I'll wait till that delivery man's walked away and then I'll retrieve my package. You know, we want to be friendly and we should still be friendly and courteous to people. But um, unless Let's you're announced at the same time, exactly. Yeah. Smartly ca uh, cautious. Um, unless you're coming to my house and you're announced, you know, I might open the door at all. Yeah. At all. And I think people, you know, like, oh, that's the, you know, the person's in uniform. It's safe. It's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. Oh, how many times have we heard of people being pulled over by a fake cop? Yes. Um, I mean, it happens, right? I mean, yeah. this is not, you're, it's not that you're, it's not like you're being uh, unfriendly. It's just, right. hey, this is, this is where my safe space is. And I'm yes. making sure that my safe space remains safe. Right, right. And it's a fine line because especially being a woman, you know, we're, we are friendly and we want to like be accommodating and like sure and helpful. Um, but you got to be smart too. And if you have, and we have strong intuition too, if something doesn't feel right, it's okay. You know, if they're that person gets his feelings hurt, he or she, um, they should understand that you're by yourself, you're a woman. Um, I'm going to take that extra step of precaution and keep my distance. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, I, I remember, so we've lived in Montana twice. Mm -hmm. um, so we used to go logging the, for our firewood. Okay. The forest. Yes. And I remember one time my wife and I were out there logging and we were my wife is i was walking back to the truck and my wife's like you're gonna think i'm really weird uh, i'm crazy but right something's watching us and i go was it there and is it over there now and she goes yes i'm like we're out wow we're that gives me chills I, we're yeah we're we're gone man chainsaw got loaded up i mean don't we take were, a chance. We we're in the truck and we were gone Right. And then we moved back to the East Coast. I had a contract that I was working for um, a police department. Okay. And I remember I was talking to one of the uh, SWAT officers yes. about that. We were just talking about it. He goes, oh, gosh, I believe in trusting your gut. If something is wrong, it's wrong. Get out. Right. Just just move. Instantly. Yeah. Don't, don't second guess your gut. Just mm -hmm. go with it. If you feel that you're in danger, act on that right then. Right. Because after after that point, it could be too late. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. and what's funny is we we found that weeks later uh, it was an area that wolves were reintroduced into. Okay. So mm -hmm. for us, it, you know, it, and I always joke around, you know, we always just joke around going off road and stuff like that. Sure. Um, was I I can handle I can handle the two legged people. It's the four legged <laughs> ones. Is the ones that scare me. Right? I know. That too. Like, I think I, I, they, you, you can't negotiate with them at all. No, there's no, no. de-escalation. No, <laughs> not at all. I will tell you. I walk when I go outside. I take my pepper spray with me. I don't want to hurt because you know we've got Florida panthers. We got wild cats here, and now there was one that was not too long ago in the neighborhood. Like I don't want to hurt them, but I want to deter them. So I always yeah. have my pepper spray when I walk out. You know, alligators. We, we we've got you know. I'm in Florida. Yeah, we've got I see. That's that's the thing that scares me. The alligators. 
Yes. They freak me out. I'm sorry. They're, they're, it's you got miniature Godzillas down there in Florida. And I just, a lot of them. It is like Jurassic Park. It is like <laughs> Jurassic Park. When I moved here from uh, the DC area in my first year here, and it was boiling hot, of course, but the, I felt like I was going to walk on them. Now we, we've got like a little rhythm. Like you know, I step. They they yeah. they're quick. Yeah. What's so funny? You just said something from DC area. <laughs> We joked around about where, where we both grew up. Yes. I also lived in the D.C. area for a year. Really? Yes, I lived in Laurel. Oh, that's so funny. Fairfax County. Okay, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know Laurel, Laurel, Maryland. Yeah, I all, all oh, my stuff was in my 20s. It's so weird that we're like in the same places at the same time. You know, that's funny. It's that's odd. very funny. But yeah, it, it's just so weird when um, you move... Like, you know, when I was a kid, we grew up, I grew up just outside Philly. We'd mm -hmm. go up to the Poconos to go camping and, yes. and hunting and all that stuff. Those are all things that, like, I got used to the wildlife there. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, we moved out here. There was a, it was completely different. You know, I had to re readjust. But right. the same thing happens with where you, you know, understanding your surroundings. Mm -hmm. There's so many times that I go to a gas station to get gas. Yep. And I see somebody with their earbuds in, just completely rocking out to whatever. Awesome. They have no clue what's going on around them. Yep. Um, and that's something I'll, I'll admit, I used to be that until I started carrying a firearm. Mm -hmm. Because I went through, I went through a class and, and the fortunate thing was is that the concealed carry class that I went through uh, was taught by an ex-Montana Highway Patrolman. Okay. Um, he taught an awesome class. It wasn't the three-hour wonder class. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, this was like this was like three hours a night. Uh, it was on Wednesday nights for four weeks, oh, wow. and then we had range time on a Saturday. Okay. And um, it was an amazing class, and it made me think. You know, when he starts talking about condition white and stuff like that, mm -hmm. all stuff mm -hmm. that I it made sense, but I never thought about it before. Right. And then now I start going places. I, I pay attention to stuff. Yes. And I, you know, you notice certain things They're they're even if they're not threats, you start noticing the world around you. Mm -hmm. You're looking at people. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at people. You're you, you see what's going on. And mm -hmm. that's something that people just don't, they don't get. I was one of them. Um, they just don't get now. You're also a firearms instructor. I am. Well. I just became a certified NRA certified basic pistol Congrats. instructor. Yes, I'm excited. I got it a couple months ago. Um, so, yeah, and a race safety officer. <laughs> so, talk a little bit about that journey. I mean, what what made you decide to start teaching? Yeah. Well, I knew that it was something I wanted to do, but you know, as in this industry you're you're always a student and i felt yeah. like i needed to have so much experience with so many years and 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 under my belt before i could do that but i realized that i've been training a lot and i enjoy it it's it's fun for me and i'm learning a skill and i'm passionate about it and if i had the fundamentals of what um an instructor needs to have it, i will continuously grow and build upon that and it's like, why am I going to wait and not and miss out on an opportunity to help someone who might, you know, vibe with me 
better than someone else, you know? And I, I think that's what it comes down to. Every instructor has different skill sets. They're amazing yeah. ones out there. I train with them as much as I can, but everyone has something that they can offer to someone who might be apprehensive to owning a firearm. And, you know, my bedside manner might be different than someone else's. Um, a lady, she, um, a lady reached out to me through a friend who was 79 years old. She's a widow um, who wants to get trained. She got a firearm for Mother's Day <laughs> and she does not know how to shoot it. She never did anything. She's like, I have this and I want to be able to protect myself because I'm by myself. And so um, we're working on the schedule for us to work together. And I would not have had the opportunity to talk with her without, you know, having this. And I, I didn't want to, I wanted to be certified. Certainly, I mean, it's like, let's just meet up and do that. But I wanted to be formal. I wanted to be the right way. And, um, you know, I wanted to be another woman in this space helping someone else. So yeah, I, I love that. And I love the way you talk about there's some good, there are, you know, there are good firearm instructors out there. Mm -hmm. There are some bad ones too. Yes. Um, you know, every, every couple of years, you know, it, it's not a requirement. It's just, something that my wife and I do every couple of years, we go out and we take a class mm -hmm. from another instructor because you get a different point of view. I love um, it. This, this one might be law enforcement, you know, looks at it from a law enforcement. This one's a civilian. There's different angles. It's, it's still the same content. It's sure. just got a slightly different spin on it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, you know, like I said, I've seen some good ones. I've seen some really bad ones. Sure. Um, and that's what I love uh, seeing come in because you know, my wife learned to shoot from me. Mm -hmm. um, she she had shot a gun before, but she it wasn't like she was a shooter, right? Uh, so she learned from me. And then when I had um, uh, Robin Sandoval on the podcast last year, okay, from yes. a girl a girl with a gun, yes, and she said she's just like, I gotta untrain her, <laughs> and now I have to untrain her for all the stuff you did. <laughs> like, well, yeah, there's. There, I'm not, you know, I'm not a certified instructor, but I've been shooting for 40 years, and I've stayed at a, at a Holiday Inn, right? A Holiday right. Inn Express. So, <laughs> um, six, yes. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of the important thing, and, and like you said, is you're always a student. There's always something yes. else you can learn. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what I love about taking, um, you know, classes from different instructors. And what I really like, you know, when if I had to do training for her going back to when, when we started, I mean, we've been married 24 years now. Fantastic. Um, so it's, thank you. It, it's one of those things if, if I had to go back to when, you know, we were shooting before we were even married. Okay. There really wasn't a female instructor back then. Mm -hmm. If there was, I had no idea where to go to. to right. Yep. And now it's, it's, it's great because, I love telling this story. I, 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 I've said this story a lot of times. If my wife ever listened to the podcast, she'd probably kick my ass. Right? <laughs> um, when we went to go get a carry gun for her, okay. we, we went to the stores before I was in FFL and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We went to the store and um, she's like, look, I, I want to do this. I'm like, you can do it yourself. That's fine. I'll be over here. Just, you know, I'll be looking down the counter. Sure. Um, when, it, when she finally decided on a firearm to, uh, to carry, it came to selecting a gun holster, right? Okay. And the guy behind the counter recommended a shoulder holster. Okay. 
And I remember looking down the counter, <laughs> and my wife, right? And my wife being the very strong-willed person she is, she goes, are you nuts? There was a few other words in there, right? Few, a few other a few other words that At are least she knew to say in, yeah inner city philly right yes, it's great. i love um, it so and and that's where i was like okay this is a this is a problem right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm a guy I, I never would have suggested a shoulder holster but this is a guy that obviously doesn't understand what a female needs for carrying a firearm i mean yes I mean, even going through our concealed carry class, the um, Randy who taught the class, a super amazing guy, right? Went through, you know, went through the law enforcement academy and all that stuff. He goes, "Look, he goes, there, there's females in the class. He goes, gun leather is going to be a problem for you. It's not designed for women. Right? It's designed for men." Hmm. And you know, my wife eventually found a place that she found a holster that works for her. She, we've, you know, she's got the gun and all that stuff. Okay. That's that's a true problem. Um, I've never experienced. I, I don't have a leather one, so I'm not sure why. Why? I know you're you're a Kydex person. I know I you're am. a Kydex person. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but why the leather? Just out of curiosity. Well, it's so it's just um, we'll go back going back to in a time frame. Okay. Kydex was not really mainstream yet. It was still fairly new. I see. Um, my wife does not wear a belt. Okay. Which creates a, creates another problem for mm -hmm. a holster. She sure. got one. It was from uh, the Well Armed Woman. It was a okay. great, super great website. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yes, yes. She's got one that's a leather that we, you know, it's a generic holster that we molded to her gun. Mm -hmm. And it's got a leather strap with a with a, a, a strong magnet to it. Okay. So she just put she just puts it right into her, her pants and that that magnet snaps. Her gun's there. Okay. Go. Mm -hmm. So it just worked for her, but that's that's why a, a Kydex the way that she carries, Kydex yeah. was just not gonna work for her. Right. And I say that too about holsters that it's a personal choice because how you carry it and everybody's, you know. Especially like if we carry it on our body, you know, some we might have a little bit of pouch in a certain place and other than others, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like how you want to conceal it in the front or the back or the side. Um, those things matter. So when people do ask me, I said, you're going to get to buy a lot of holsters. Let's just start there. <laughs> Unless you can go on hold, Amazon and have it where you return. But hold that. Hold <laughs> that thought for a second. You're just going to go through a bunch. Hold that thought. This is my tote of holsters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I and I ran out of room. <laughs> it's just it's just a part You're of the going process. to go through holsters. It's just a part yeah. of the process. And then you have different guns. If you have a, a, a light on it, you know you have some other fun funky stuff on there. I don't have one that's been molded. I, I like that idea that I'll mold it to the firearm. I have so, to investigate that. Well, and what's funny is it, it was generic. It, it, you know, it, it's a generic leather. Holster, so it you know it could fit this gun, this gun, you know. Is so, but what you do is um, how we actually molded it to the gun. It's not perfectly molded, but right. it's molded enough to get a great retention. Okay. Because I took the I took the gun, I put it in a Ziploc bag. Okay. I put it in the holster. Yes. We soaked we soaked the holster in water beforehand. Oh. Okay. okay. I put the gun into the holster. Yes. 
Then we pulled out our vacuum sealer for our food. That's a lot of right? stuff there. <laughs> and vacuum sealed it. Okay. And it, and it molded it to the gun um, where it's got great retention. It, that's so funny. That, that's just the way that that holster was designed. Right. right. Um, Is that how they, how they just, work today? What's that? Is that how they work today? Like with the leather? Like it's some that, type well, of... Well, no, that, it's just that particular design of holster. Okay. But but no, leather holsters are not like that. Like, uh, you know, the... Yeah, I'm very unfamiliar with how the leather ones work. Yeah, they're still, they're still semi-molded. Okay. But yeah, it's just... Um, you, you still need, and that's the thing with a, a Kydex holster. Kydex yes. holsters, guns, just, they, they click in, right? They, they just, just go. Snap in. Mm -hmm. Leather, you have to season the leather. So it, there's more work to a leather gun, uh, a leather holster. And then we've got this stuff called sweat. <laughs> I'm very impatient. Right. So, mm -mm. Yeah. no, no, no. So, yeah, no, leather holsters, <laughs> leather holsters are a little more work. Yeah. Uh, I like leather holsters, but. I like Kydex holsters too. Yeah. Um, it just—I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm like—I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I just like—I just like the look of certain things better than the other. I don't know. Maybe they match my shoes and my belt. I, yeah, just, if you're doing out, you know, outside the waistband, I guess I do. Yeah, I—I I like certain uh, Kydex holsters too. Different reasons for inside versus outside. Like when I shoot outdoor, I went to the outdoor range this past weekend. Um, I use like the Works Outlier and I love it because okay. it has the light on there and it's just, it just clicks right in. Um, but I know there's millions of brands out there. That's why I understand that big tub that you have because there's so many options yeah. out there. I know, I know in that tub, there's at least six different manufacturers of, of holsters. I, I believe it. There's probably um, more than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it's just, yeah. It's just one of those okay. things, uh, you know. I finally found a holster company that I like. Okay, it works. I I I like leather, so I stay. I, you know. Yeah. Um. I say I say that, and I just got three new holsters back there. One, one's Kydex, one's a hybrid, and one's a leather. Uh, and you know, it's gonna happen. It's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm 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 good with this one. Oh well, but wait, let me try this one. Yeah. Yeah. You jinxed so it, it's just <laughs> just just play. And if somebody else has a holster. Play with their holster, right? Yeah. Um, and ask some questions. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I do that on. Like, I do. That why too. do you like that holster? What you know? What don't you like about that holster? That's the that's the great thing about our our community. We'll answer. We'll. I, yeah, this holster's great, or no, this holster's a piece of you know crap. I, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it. That's honestly um, what I feel about being a woman coming into this space. What I have found, everyone has been so helpful and offering information and guidance on anything and everything. And, and there's people just know random things and like or why there's certain, you know, brands do what they do and how long, you know, when did this one particular gun come out? Just the wealth of knowledge. It's a bottomless pit, a it beautiful is. bottomless pit. <laughs> I, like, I like to say that uh, none of us are as dumb as all of us. Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, because we'll, we'll we will you get a bunch of gun people together we'll we'll drive a conversation into the ground about something right when You're there's really probably something it. better we should yeah there's something better we should probably talk about but we'll we'll do it right um 
but no, that's the greatest thing I love about this sport. Um, I started, you know, I started doing competition shooting when I was 21. Okay. When I was 21, I went out and bought a Glock 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was living in Maryland at the time. I waited my, waited my waiting period, picked it up. Um, okay. And then I, I started competing with that gun. I, had, I didn't even buy the gun for competition. I bought it for going camping. Right. Um, but inside the little tub was the GSSF flyer. So I started shooting GSSF. Well, that led to Ipsic and all the other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It, start, it started a whole new bottomless pit of money going out. And the reason why I have a tub full of holsters. It's, it's an expensive, <laughs> it's an expensive it's, sport, too. Oh. But what's cool about it is when you go to a competition, people like will ask you questions, and you know it, that's just what it is. I know. And I if you it. don't have enough gear, someone, someone will probably have a tub of holsters mm-hmm. that they'll lend you a, a holster. Always, um, every time. Yeah. But that's what's great about the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like hey, you, I was like, well, that's pretty cool. What's that? And they'll say what it is. I was like, hey, try it. Just try it. Very yeah. welcoming. Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, going back to my concealed carry class, going mm-hmm. to range day. Yes. Uh, the way Randy ran was no more than six students at a time. Okay. And uh, when he ran it, it was me, my wife, and another couple. Mm-hmm. Then going to range day, uh, Randy knew I Randy knew I could shoot. He knew I uh, I was I could compete. Right. Um, I had just switched over from my Glock 17 to a Sig 229. Okay. Um, so I was getting used to double action all over again. Okay. Um, but um, like afterward, and and you know, my wife had her gun, I had my gun, and then this other couple was sharing a gun to get through the class. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, they got through the class, and afterwards, like Randy had steel. It was a private range. It was sure. his, uh, on his brother's property. Mm-hmm. So I see steel. I'm like, I'm, I'm, hey, Randy, mind if I shoot steel? He's like, no, yeah, no problem. So I, I pull my block out. Yep. And I'm just like having <laughs> fun, right? Yep. So I come back and, and Randy and I'm talking to Randy and uh the, the husband was there and uh yeah, I was talking to him for a little bit and and he goes, You're really good with that. Randy says you compete. And I go, Yeah, that was that was my competition gun. He's like, Oh, that's cool. I go, You wanna shoot it? It's like, Well, no, I'm like, yeah, come on, go, just go shoot it. How yeah. do you know? How do you know what you'd like if you don't if you've never shot? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I handed him like two mags and he was shooting it. He came back after one. <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I like it." I go, "Damn, two mags." <laughs> you know? Right. Go have go have right. fun with it. And um, you know, Randy and I were talking, and that's that's Real the DXT. family. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, how many how many times you go to a gun range? Somebody's got something cool. You ask them to shoot it. They just Nine often, times out of ten, they'll say yes. Exactly. That's why I like range days because you have an opportunity to shoot just random things, things you probably wouldn't even considered or had an opportunity right. to. Do. That's I, I enjoy that. Yeah. But when I talk to like women and people who ask me questions, um, I tell them if you don't have a firearm that you have, go to the gun store and rent it out before you buy yeah. don't just oh my boyfriend told me i should get this like my girlfriend she said um he told me to get a, a beretta because he has a beretta beretta 92 i'm like um and she's big the you gun's know about 10 the gun's about 10 pounds how are you going to carry that gun i don't even know what she was i have i don't even know but i said okay yeah well 
I always tell people to do what's the what's best for them, but please don't go off recommendation just because someone told you to. Go and try it. Go and shoot that Beretta and tell me if you like it. <laughs> go to the range and try it. Well, it's funny because when I was a gun dealer and I have people come to me and they're like, I'm thinking about my first gun. Yes. I want this. I'm like, right. have you thought that through? Mm -hmm. They're like, well, I've done my research and all that stuff. I'm like, I, I tell them, I, my, my favorite saying was, is the gun picks you. You don't pick the gun. Right. Okay. I like and, that. And they're like, well, what does that mean? I go, okay, this is the gun that you want. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, it's all unloaded and all that stuff. Handle it. Right. Okay. Try this one instead. Right. And I'm like, well, that's not what I want. I go, you're just holding the gun. There's nothing that's wrong, it. right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, that feels good. I can grab but it. But you would have bought that one instead. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when I talk to people, I'm like, okay, grab it, hold it, you know, see if you can even, because especially I have like my hands look big here, but they're small, right? <laughs> like, can I put my hand around the, the, the frame like I'm supposed to so that I have a good handle on it? When you rack it, is it like, you know, are you popping yeah, a muscle out right. your, your arm? Like I talk about in the trigger, it's like, is it like, oh, or is it smooth? Yeah. Those are things we ask before, like rent some things and keep those things in mind. What feels good? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, I, that's why I love gun ranges to do rentals. Right? Yes. Because it, it just as much as like, I just want to shoot something, right? Mm -hmm. I want to shoot a desert eagle, right? You know, yeah, I don't have a desert eagle. You do it. Okay, fine. It's fun. But it's also right. educational too. Yes. Like, you know, if if you have somebody who just does not know what they're looking for, try it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, really, what, you're going to be out a few bucks. You're going to be out a lot more if you buy something and don't like it. Yes. And here well, we have an awesome range that you, sp you pay $25 and it's a multi-firearm experience. So within, that's you know, awesome. they only give you like an hour, right, to shoot, um, unless you want to pay for more. But within that hour, you can have as many, you can shoot as many firearms as you want. You have to buy that's ammo awesome. from them, so you got to keep that in mind. Oh, well, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's who they're making their monies off the air. But that's what I encourage people to do. It's like, okay, you said you like this Glock 19. Sure. All right, go shoot it. But then also shoot some other ones, you know. And I always suggest while you ask, you know, when I'm standing there with them, ask the salesperson, like, what are the most popular ones for a woman? EDC, what do they come in asking for? And it starts a baseline for them to kind of get a feel for what where yeah. they want to start to look at and do the due diligence. See, and that's and that's the thing is it's it's really great when you have that resource there. Yes. Like, you know, talking to, you know, I was telling you about Robin Sandoval. It was yes. great having her on the show last year mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. she she taught me everything that I should not have taught my wife, <laughs> um, you know, what, 26 years ago, right? Um, and it's it's kind of nice because that's, those resources are out there now. I if, know. You, if you don't, you know, you know when she, she was like, one of the worst things that we have in the club is have you shot before yes my boyfriend or my husband taught me how to shoot you just sure. they just shake their head They're like yeah. we got to undo all that stuff right right um 
let's let's go through the fundamentals and all that stuff. And that's what's great having that. And it goes down to gun selection as well, because if you choose the wrong gun, yeah, no matter what yeah. you do, mm-hmm. you're just not going to be as accurate with it. Right. Um, and your experience is going to be like not you're not going to have a good right. experience. You're like, I don't want to shoot that again. Yeah. Or I don't want to shoot or I don't want to shoot at all. Right. And and that's the thing is having those first experiences is it it's important. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've taken a lot of people to, you know, the range for their first time. Right. It's great to, to work through that in and you know, I will start them off on a twenty-two. Yes. They've never shot before. I'll shot and they're like, I don't want to shoot a twenty-two. It's my gun. Right. What do you care? Right. You're fine. Just shoot this first. Right. It's my gun. It's my ammo. Just shoot it. You've right. Never shot before. You don't know. And then, and, and I'll be I'll be honest. It's it's a little selfish because it's easier for me to train someone with a twenty-two. Um, but to, I like twenty-twos. They're, they're fun. Right. I, I, I learned yeah. on the 22. Yeah. I think um, it's if I had to do it all over again, I would have wanted to train with the 22 first just so I can get familiar and recoil all those things. So I promote so, that too. So, what was the gun that you learned on? Uh, a Glock 17. Uh. <laughs> and it was, it was my, uh, my uh bows at the time so i'm one of those gals that yeah i'm I'm, I'm gonna shoot his gun and yeah i learned the wrong way and then as i got more involved once i got my um concealed carry license um i said i want to do it the right way and i want to get a professional professional instructors to help me and undo unwind and then show me properly yeah that's funny because i'm thinking um, because because I've met you, I'm yeah. thinking you, your first shoot, your first gun shooting was a Glock 17. Yeah. That gun is a bigger than your hand. I mean, you know that. How did I you? I like it actually. Like it. it was it was not appropriate for me. I, I know yeah. that, <laughs> but I didn't All know right, I just said, it is. You yeah, know. Well, I, it, yeah. So so if you had to do it all over again, you said 22. Is there a particular 22 that you would have? you would have wanted to learn off of? Um, you know, I have the Taurus TX-22 and I know that just recently came out, but I love that gun. And that's what I, when I work with students, that's what we train with first. Like you said, they've never shot it before. The slide is so smooth. It's just a nice, soft introduction. You know, the slide is smooth and the loading and loading the ammunition matters too. Like I don't keep my nail only sometimes do I do my nails because I'm a tomboy. But women who, you know, have nails, it's just a nice practice. And it's okay if you want that, you know, they'll say, I want a clock. It's like, okay, if you want a clock, that's fine. But this is the difference. And I like it. Um, firearms that have a safety on it too for people who are new to shooting. Because you can always turn it, you know, flip it off and use it. My first um, EDC was the SIG P365 for that reason, because I was nervous about carrying one in the chamber. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to carry this. Okay, let me just have, maybe we put a safety on it. I'll get comfortable, yeah. and then I can take the safety off. And that's what what's, it is. What's funny is um, one of my most popular YouTube videos, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a lot of gunsmithing content. Yeah, okay. One of my most popular YouTube videos is, converting a 365 yeah. over to having a safety. So if you bought a 365 that didn't have a safety. Oh, okay, yes. You buy it, 
you buy another grip module or you cut the one out and okay. it's you know there's a kit you just you just pop it right in I didn't and know. it now has safety and then there's people like this is great because i wanted the safety mm-hmm. and then there's people it's like hey this is great i have a safety i no longer want that safety i want to you know i want to graduate out of the safety so sure. now you can just pull it out and yeah. and um okay that's what's great about some of these guns is they can be converted over later yes but like a glock a glock it's safety uh you know yes there's trigger safety is there's firing pin safeties and all that sure stuff. but basically right. a glock is keep your finger off the trigger that's it that's your finger is the safety. <laughs> yeah exactly and that's another which, thing too which ultimately it is yes. but for a brand new shooter i i like having safeties as well yeah um you know i i would not want to take a brand new shooter out with my safety with my p320 right I love um, my P320, I, by the way. I, I love mine too. I, I, have, I, I have six of them. Six? <laughs> I have six of them. Wow. I even have I have I even have one in 45. Wow. I do love the SIG line. Uh, yeah. I um, I, I, I love that gun. It's great. Um it, it's a great gun. It's for me, it's not an appropriate gun to, to learn on. Um, I agree. I I would take, I would probably take them out depending on who they are and, and obviously how big their hands are and size and feel. Sure. I'd probably take them out with a Beretta, something of this safety, and the safety is where I can see it. Right. Right there on the slide. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's, it, it's, it's important to learn those skills that I have a safety, take the safety off. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to draw, I got to make sure that I have my safety off. Right. Um, learn the basics and then if you want to graduate, graduate, graduate. without a safety yeah go for it and you can always have that i'm honestly i mean i know it's an, an expense doing that but once you upgrade to the other then you might have a spouse you might have you know right. if you're, you're your child or someone you know that you want to just bring out to the range a friend like i'm nervous about it that can be something that you can work with someone on you know right now. yeah i like that yeah no i absolutely agree with that that's but it's funny you 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 went right to the 365. I did um, with the safety. That's a great little gun. Um, yes. I have, yeah. So is it 365 or the 365 XL? Just 365. It's a little okay. guy. Yeah. Wherever. It is. What's funny because I have both. They were they were literally the last guns I bought when I still had my FFL. Um, oh yeah. Right. As as your last. As my last, the last log, the last entries on my on my logbook were were the were, was a three sixty five and a three sixty five XL. Yes, being checked out. It was being checked out to me before I <laughs> my license. I really enjoy um, Sig. Yeah, I I like their. I think they've got a. I think they got a great thing going for them. Mm-hmm. There are some things I don't like about Sig. I don't like. I, I like to say that if you if you're gonna buy a Sig. Yeah. I went like a year or two after they come out with a model. Sure. Um, because I beta tested, you know, I had a pay to beta test. Um, mm, interesting. You know, my, my P320 was pre recall. Um, you know, when the P320 came out, I bought that gun. Right. And it was so funny is I like to say that my first time out with a range mm-hmm. with that P320 is like a bad first date. Oh, was um, it bad? When I got, when I went when I went out with my P320, oh, I didn't like the gun. I did not like it. And then the ride back, the ride back from 
from the range. My wife's like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep this gun. Right. What was and it? She's like, why? Yeah. She she nailed exactly what the problem was. Because hmm. because I went from Glock to my two two nine. Okay. To my P P three twenty. Right. She goes, you're expecting that P three twenty to be your Glock. She nailed it right there, and I go, I absolutely am. Sure. So then it's like, I need to. Tr I need. I need to. Give get away. I need to get away from all my expectations of this gun and learn the gun. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. And now it's it, it. You would be it would be hard for you to take any one of my P320s away from me. <laughs> one yeah. of your six P320s. One of my six of them. Yeah, I added a um a thumb rest to mine because my hands are smaller, so it helped me hold it. You know, help with the grip from my my thumb slipping. And it helped. It helped me anyway. I, I Did like you put it. Was it a gas pedal you put on it? Yes. Mm -hmm. A go 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 USA. I think I got yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's yeah. Because you know, for me, I got big paws and I could get around that good. I, yeah, um, it just kept slipping. But, like, no, I'm gonna stick with it. I need something to help me. I, I think that's where, and I didn't like the, the polymer eighty came out with a grip module for it. Okay. And they. They kind of gave you a shelf to rest your thumb on, hmm. but for me, it, it it ran my thumb up against the slide. But I didn't like it. I was like, "Yeah, it was a good try," but you didn't succeed there. Right, um, right. And see, yeah, I know my like just my hands. You know, I I just had to take certain things into consideration. Like I got the P two two six, and that was I, like, oh, but it's too big for me. But I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. well, I wanted it. I love that. I got the Legion in, but my hands are. You went right to the top of the line. I did. Too. You didn't mess around. I wanted to have it. I wanted it. Um, and I still want it. I love it. But, you know, I'm, I'm working on uh, precision. I'm working on speed with some of the other firearms. So once I get a comfortable handle uh, on those those types of skills, I'm going back to it. I'm yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because. Um, you know, you, you kind of hit something. You do need to master your firearm, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I talked about, you know, I've been shooting forever. And that the the P320 was the first gun that I didn't naturally take to. Hmm. Um, because I had a preconceived notion about what the gun should have been. Sure. Um, like for me, I cycle through uh, a few firearms for, for carry. Right. It, it depends on what I'm going to be doing. If I'm going out into the woods, um, it's going to be either my uh, it's either going to be my Sig 220, okay, my P320 and 45, okay, <laughs> or potentially my 1911. Mm -hmm. uh, generally, it's not my 1911. I I, I love my 1911, but I don't know if I'm going to get go out and get. It, there's too many things go wrong with 1911 that get dirty. Okay. Um, okay. They're just. They're just not as forgiving as the other guns. Sure. Um, but they're still reliable. It just depends on the menu. But anyways, <laughs> for me, I need when I switch out a carry gun, I need to I need to work with that gun for a little bit and remember how how to use it. Right. Right. I mean, I know how to use it, but I now, you know, I come off the summer where I've been carrying my Sig P three sixty five. Yes. It's now, you know, fall and winter here in Montana. We're, we're wearing big, thick, heavy jackets. Mm -hmm. 
I can carry the bigger yeah. guns, but That's now right. I got to start working at drawing from the holster and working all those mechanics out again. Mm -hmm. um, well, the idiocracy, idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Yes. Um, just of that particular firearm, you know, like it's, yeah. it's a little bit different. You got to, you got to turn, you know, your thumb has to be a certain way. You got to grip it a different way. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And then, you know, um, you know, my, even though my P, you know, my, my two twenties are 45. Yes. It's a single stack, mm. you know, okay. and that grip, that grip is different is on that. Yeah. Um, it's right. a little more narrow than my, my P320. And mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. no, it's, it, there's a lot to, there's a lot about learning how to, there's a lot about learning how to use a firearm. And then there's a lot about learning how to use your firearm. Right. Right. And that's why I try to take out, I rotate when I go to the range also. Um, I'll get used to shooting one and then I'm like, oh, I haven't taken this out for a half minute. So I switch it out um, yeah. just so I don't lose like, I had a steady flow. Sometimes I get disappointed with myself when I go out and shoot that I shot really well the last time, but then I take something else new out, something else different, and I go back to it and I'm not shooting so well. It's like, oh, I forgot, forgot the yeah, things that I need to do. There, yeah, there's good, you have good days and bad days at ranges. Um, I get frustrated <laughs> with myself. I, I, it's what I used to. Um, I will tell you the moment that I stopped getting frustrated at the range is when I had a bad, I had a bad shoot at a competition once. Okay. I just, I, for some reason, I just couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and it happened. So you just, I had a bad day. People it got that. me down. Mm -hmm. um, it was the first, it was the first competition I shot after my dad died. And my dad was my shooting partner. Oh. Yes. So everything about the experience was different. Right. Sure. And I'm like, I now need to learn how, you know, I stopped shooting for a couple of years. Right. I now need to have relearn, you know, to shoot and enjoy the sport. The groove. Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. get back to the groove. Do you do it today? It just took, what's that? Do you do it today? Are you, are mm -hmm. you? Yes. I, I don't compete anymore because I have two knee replacements that I got to go through. Sure. Um, there, there are competitions. I, I didn't shoot it this year. Um, there's some charity competitions that I'll shoot. Just yeah. I I, I just have fun now. Um, mm -hmm. I like steel challenge because I don't have to move. Okay. <laughs> right? sure. Like if I shoot IDPA or USPSA, I've got to move around barricades. Mm -hmm. um, I'm walking the course anymore. Um, right. It's it's just the way it is. For sure. But no, I like I still love I still love shooting and I like steel challenge because then I'm just I'm just static. Right. Um, everything I tried to get away from, I tried getting away from static shooting because that's what I learned as a kid. Mm -hmm. But still it's multiple targets and I have fun. And um I love shoot steel challenge. Uh, with I have a Smith and Wesson model 41, so okay. 22 caliber. Yes. It was literally the first pistol I ever shot. That gun has been with me all the way through my childhood and through my adult life. Wow. Um, was it handed down yeah. or was it always yours? Yeah, handed down. Yep, mm. it was handed down. So it was, it, it's so much fun. And that that gun in its day was like the 22 race gun. Okay. The, it shoots fast. Well, I remember um, bringing it back from Pennsylvania from my mom's house out mm -hmm. here to Montana. Mm -hmm. And my wife shot it for the first time. We were down at the range and she's like just 
shot, right? And you know, she shot on a, a, a plate rack. Right. And she just came back and she's just laughing. I'm like, what's so funny? She goes, I don't think I aimed any of those shots and somehow the bullet figured out how to hit the target. It still hit the target. It, it's just it's just one of those guns that are just super easy to shoot. And it's sure. it's really fun shooting steel challenge with it because of that. It's like I haven't done that yet, the steel challenge. I haven't done any of that. Oh, you yeah, you steel challenge is a lot of fun because it's a it steel challenge is a speed game. It's about yeah. speed. Um yeah, if I'm you ever get to a steel challenge, you, yeah. you'll like it. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that's my like primary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's that? I decided I'm gonna like start shooting and doing so a little bit of competition. I'm gonna try for next year. Try to you'll like I, I think you'll like it. You'll it, it's just fun. Um, uh, and if just go to like a, a, you know, don't, if a club, you know, if you have club matches and then you have actual matches. Sure. Club matches are fun because it's all about bragging rights. Okay. Um, and, and those <laughs> club matches are fun. Right. Um, and you get squatted up with some of the most amazing people. Um, and it pushes you. It helps you. It pushes, it pushes you. you stronger and better. Um, and what's what's fun about, uh, especially at club matches, is when you come off the firing line. If you've never if you've never competed before, yeah, the people in your squad mm -hmm. are like, you might want to. They give you pointers, right? Okay. They're not like telling you what to do, but like next time you might want to think of this. I like and, that. You know, they're helping you work the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so much, but yeah, I I love I love competition shooting just. Just as much as the shooting as being with the people. Right. And being on a team and everyone cheering for yeah. each other and like you got it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's why I want to experience it. Cause I've, I've, I see a lot online, like on Instagram and people um, shooting and their personal best, all that kind of stuff and being able to track how well you did from the last time. I like to see progress like that. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, here's a question for you. I, I think I know the answer. Okay. But you have a you have a mantis, don't you? I do have a mantis. Yes, it's over there on the corner of my desk. <laughs> I have a mantis <laughs> X. A mantis X. Okay. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, the X. The X ten. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's just yeah. So I have. You have one. I just about everything mantis. Yeah. Um, but the mantis, it, I love that device because it's about you know the. Working the trigger shot and getting clean break and um, immediate. I love that feedback. thing. Immediate feedback. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you get a chance, okay. Um, download the. Um, it, it's from Mantis on you get it on your cell phone. Okay. Uh, Laser Academy, okay. and they have they have some free modules in there that if you put the laser in there, yes. you can download You can download the targets, just print them out on your regular home printer and stick laser them up on the wall. Okay. And they have they have like the cutouts for competition and stuff like that. And, no, I haven't gotten um, that far. And what's fun is if you have the actual licensed copy and there's two of you, you can mm -hmm. do head to head. I don't think I do, but yes, I like that. Well, no. I, I, I went a Mantis at SHOT Show and, and they sent me one, so. I will have to look into that and see what. Awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I love that. I mean, you know, you do your dry fire. If you don't have it, you know, you pick up, you put a sticker or something on the wall, and you, you know, you draw. 
because a lot of yep. the, of course, a lot of the indoor ranges, you can't draw from a holster. So you're limited no. to dry fire yep. or going outdoors. That's it. But you see, that, that's the perfect thing about dry fire is that if you, if you train in a range, you can't draw from your gun. You've got to learn that draw. Yes. Um, you got to learn somehow. Dry fire is great for it. Even if you don't have the fancy lasers and that's right. hats and all that stuff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just draw and go. Right. Um, and learn how to do that because you'll learn a lot about self-defense. I, you know, just because, you know, just because I can draw a hole with a piece of paper. Right. That's great. But what about the seconds that I lost drawing the gun that, you know, to defend myself? You're right. I mean, mm -hmm. self-defense is always different than practice. Right. Um, and, and that's what, yeah. You know, I, Go ahead. I mean, you know as well as anybody, under stress, we don't resort to our highest mastery of something. We resort to our lowest mastery of something. Right. The muscle. Well, if you've never drawn your gun, mm -hmm. you have no mastery. That's right. That's right. And even when I'm talking to like new students who are like, I want to carry, but I'm nervous about it. I was like, okay, well, when you're home, have it on your body. It doesn't have to be loaded, yeah. you know, just have it empty on you and like get used to doing things, you know, because when, even when I first started, like my shirt, like, oh my gosh, someone's going to see it as it's going to be bulging out. I go to Walmart, like, oh God, but or you're going to, you're going to, you're going to walk too close next to a counter. You're going to bang the gun on something, yes. right? Because now you got something sticking out from your side. That's right. Uh, That's yeah, right. It's, it, see, I love that because when you, people don't understand that when they first start carrying a gun, mm -hmm. it's weird. It's, it's weird because you're like, people can carry a gun. It's like most people don't care, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's start do do it in a comfortable environment and just work yeah. that comfort level out That's to it. the real world. Yeah, especially if you know you want to care. It's like, how are you going to get practice with it or get comfort level of having it on your body when you're out and about if you don't do that kind of stuff at home? You know, you don't have to do it. Like start with like a 30 minutes and then maybe you'll do it for an hour. Just like doing things so you can feel like, you know, especially when you lean down or squat, you have the right holster for you, you know, yeah. those well, types of things. And, then, and you start learning things about printing, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a right-handed shooter. My gun's going to be on my right hand. Okay. Like, depending on if I'm at Walmart, if I'm going to reach to grab something. Yes. Well, my shirt's going to ride up. That's right. right. So I start learning, reach for my left. Right. Right. You're going to make because my body, mm -hmm. yeah, my body will naturally dip <laughs> down and cover the gun better. Yeah. So you look, look yeah. awkward going to the grocery store picking like a robot. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It, it, it's practice. Right. It's just, it's just practice. And yeah, then sure. if you went out and bought a Glock 17 for your concealed carry, <laughs> it's going to be harder to conceal that. It's going to be it's very, a, very hard. Yeah. Yes. Unless you got like one of those big, big shirts or something that no one's going to see it. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. I remember my mom was like, when she came out to visit and she's like, wow, you wear really baggy shirts. Mm-hmm. And then she realized why I wear baggy shirts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, there's, there's a reason why. Um, <laughs> there's a reason why, Mom. <laughs> What's so funny is that she's had a concealed carry permit longer than I have. <laughs> does she conceal? Does she, does she conceal carry? She used to. She does not anymore. Um, 
she just doesn't leave the house that often. She's retired right. and she's just mm -hmm. like, I'm just kind of just chilling out now. I don't I need to. I know. Yeah. 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 So she, she's like, I just don't have a need to anymore. And, right. Um, I know. It's it's getting harder for her to rack the slide. And she, mm -hmm. I mean, she's got, uh, she's got Glock 17. Um, oh, wow. All right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice, mom. So it's harder to conceal. <laughs> so it's going to have to be an off-body carry for her. Right. Um, that too. Which is a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, she got to deal with that. But she has that. She has a, a Ruger SP-101. Um, oh, yeah. Um, SP-101. It's, it's five shot, three, 357 okay. revolver. Okay. Um, it's a lot, sm lot smaller than a Glock yeah. 17. She shoots mm -hmm. that thing really good. Good. Um, I love it. So, but yeah. It's it's learning, you know, learning things. And uh, I'm looking at the time because I know you've got class coming up here and uh, you got to be out the door in like 20 minutes. And we've been running yes. about an hour. Yeah. So yeah. Let's uh, let's let's see where, you know, let's let's talk about how people can get a hold of you. Uh, you know, and everybody that's either watching, listening. Yes. Down in the down in the description, I will have all the links. So okay. um, that way, everything she comes up, I'm going to put that down there. So that way, if you're driving and listen to this on your way home from work, yes. you don't have to worry about trying to write this stuff down while you're driving. Just come back to the podcast and click the link down in the description. Yes. But how can people reach you? I appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. Um, I so I having you on. I know. Yeah, I, I like kind of sharing stories because I. Being a woman, I really want to focus on helping women and couples also. You know, sometimes the woman wants to go with their guy and the guy needs training too. So they kind of buddy yeah. up. <laughs> the guys, yeah. sometimes the guys like, I already know how to do that, but they've never had one moment of training. Um, we like yeah. those couples. <laughs> you, mean, you, mean, you mean guys don't like to ask for directions? Is that um, what you're saying? Well, not the ones I've met. How about that? <laughs> okay. let, me, let me specify um so, <laughs> but i love it i love it um yes i'm here down in florida in a tampa bay area if you know of anyone who's out here um any kind of eligible resident um that would like to get training i would love to connect um but i'm on youtube uh youtube is she fires also on instagram she fires the new training site we started a training um a, um services program here um called two-way rated training uh so you can look that up on the website and which you also have it. an instagram for it too yes it, also on instagram that's right you do follow yes yep. i guess thank you for that um yeah i'm actually that i i'm i am cutting it short because i have martial arts class um i'm working towards my black belt so i'm testing uh, this coming weekend and so i gotta get in my extra time to make sure that i can take someone down and get my practice in <laughs> a little shooto to the neck um, there you go yes. so thank you so much for having me it was yeah. a pleasure it's great having you on before you go i like to wrap up real quick with uh, it, it is a speed round, so it's going to be yes. four. It's going to be four this or that questions. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you one question. It's going to make you think. I'm nervous. That's uh, easy. Okay. Hearing protection. Muffs or plugs? I like the muffs. Okay. 
Yeah, I just feel like they're extra protection. I don't know. And yeah. then, you know, some girls open their earrings. Yeah. Yeah. 357 or 9mm? 9mm. If there's a zombie apocalypse, how many 9mm boxes will you find? You'll find more of those than the 357, right? They're everywhere. (laughs) Go into just about every house in America and you'll find find 9mm. If I'm going to kill the undead, I'm going to kill it. I need my 9. Rifle or shotgun? Rifle. Okay. Yes. Shotgun's like, oof. Yeah. Selfishly. AR, AR or AK? AR. Okay. For your, for your thinking question, I'm going to take you to the world's largest building. Yes. And inside this building is literally one of Anything that has shot a projectile. This goes anywhere from Dennis the Menace's slingshot all the way up to a deck gun off the USS Arizona. Oh gosh. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you can walk out with one. What would it what, you what, gotta what? you 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 do have to feed it ammo? I'm gonna give you the gun, but you gotta feed it ammo. <laughs> okay. Right? I'm not I'm not that generous. Okay. What what are you walking out with? Well, if I now, can... it doesn't it doesn't matter if it was production or even even it was like something that was like just put together and shot once. It's in here. So what? Okay, I just shot. I, if I can carry it, okay, because I'm a shorty. Okay. A fifty BMG. There you go. Yep, I'm gonna carry it on my back. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna take the tripod. You're gonna put it over your shoulders, right? I'm gonna post that video. I'm gonna post that. The barrel's gonna be sticking out like you know two feet over your head. That's it. I just need a big. But you're walking out with a BMG. Yep, that was fun shooting. I shot that not too long ago. That is awesome. Yeah, they're 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 a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, a a a bear is one of my uh, dream guns. Um, But yeah, it's funny. uh, What's that? Have you shot it? I have. I yeah. shot it. Um, but um, I don't know. The common sense in me hits where I squeeze the trigger. And it's like five hours each time I squeeze I the trigger. I know. So, I shot someone um, else's. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, it's funny. On, a, on another podcast, I, I, I said that I'm, an, I'm a, uh, an OP50. What's that? Other people's 50. I'll, I'm an other people's 50. Right. I don't have one, but I'll be I'll be happy to shoot anybody else's. Same, same. It was a lot of fun, but I was like, oh gosh, I yeah. I still have the oh, let me show you. I, I can show you the thing. Yeah. This is uh that's your shell. That's well, the shell. Since, Look at that. Since we're showing, I'm gonna grab something for you. <laughs> it's like this thing is almost as big as my hand. It was very fun. Show me what you Those got. on the podcast have seen this joke before. So one year for Christmas, my wife gave me this. This is 10 ounces of silver. Wow. Shaped as a shaped as a 50 BMG round. I love it. My wife gave it to me and told me this is the closest I'm getting to a 50. Yeah. Unless it's <laughs> OP50. <laughs> I'm an OP50, right? OP50, that's it. 
I know so, it was so much fun. It's like I got to keep that, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah, had to hold awesome. my back as I shot it, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, there. Um, what's funny is, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a, there's a lot of recoil to that gun, mm -hmm. but with the right muzzle brake on the front, yeah, um, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. I, I didn't um, have any, I was like, ooh, it kicked me, but I was like, ooh, I like it. It was pretty. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's, it's like, the, it, it hurts so good, right? <laughs> it hurts so good. <laughs> exactly. So and that's how we end well, the anyways, <laughs> Yeah, there we go. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank I really you. appreciate you taking some time out. And I'm really yeah, rooting for pleasure. you for the Black Belt this weekend. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. I am on my way. I love talking to Kelly. I'm telling you, if you are having a bad day, talk to her, man. She's just going to raise your spirit. She's just an awesome person to be around. Uh, I finally got a chance to meet her at SHOT this year. And I'll tell you, she's every bit of the person that you think she is. The way she is on the podcast, she's exactly like that in real life. Go check out She Fires. I got the links down below to her YouTube, to her Instagram, and other things that she's involved in, go check it out, like her, her firearms training. She is an amazing person. Now, for the product of the podcast, it is, well, believe it or not, the jaws for my real avid master vice. For those of you on the video side, you see me, I'm pointing it right on the bench there. These things are really cool, man, because you've seen this one with the foam on it, and this one's been in a lot of my videos. But this year, Real Avid's been taking their vice to the next level with new set of jaws. I have this one here. This one is the multi-fit jaw. Super cool. And I've even pulled barrels using this on my Real Avid vice. Really, really amazing stuff. They also have the soft fit jaw, which this is leather. So that way, if you're working on guns, we usually use leather against surfaces to keep them from marking up. Now I got them in leather, and I just got this one in the mail the other day. This is the tube fit. Now, for gunsmithing, yeah, probably not so much we would use this stuff, um, but you could possibly use it for some larger barrels. But what's cool about this vice is, and I've seen this on the videos that I've created, people are using this stuff for hobby, right? It's not just for gunsmithing. People are using this for hobby, and if you're using, you know, tubes like I create cheater bars for my torque wrenches. I really wish I had this back then because I was really kind of just trying to hold a tube in place and cut it. It was actually a, a it's not even a tube. It was a, um, a fence post that I'm using for yanking off barrels. Super cool stuff because they have the, the really metal side there with the teeth. And then if you don't want to mark up, they have the soft side here. Go check these things out. I have a link down below. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, click that video right there. That is a podcast that I did with Lupo Outdoors about gun shows and fishing shows and all kinds of stuff. Everybody else, the link is down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. I look forward to talking to you again soon.